live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Spikerman, fly ball into left. That ball's hit well. Back to the warning track, to the wall, and this series starts with a home run. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Here's the 3-1. Line drive deep into left field. That ball's rocketed out of here. It's a two-run homer for Peyton Graham. And the Sooners are in front in Lubbock. Hit the guys up on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Here's the 1-2 to Squires. Fly ball deep left field. If this is fair, it's gone. It is a home run. It's a home run. A two-run shot for Brett Squires, and it's home run derby in Lubbock. Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. TJ's fault. That's right, Waylon. Oh, good morning, everybody. Game day in Omaha, Nebraska, Drake, Nebraska, Omaha, Nebraska, where today the College World Series commences. The Oklahoma Sooners are here. They play game one today against the Texas A&M Aggies at 1 o'clock, and I am looking at the stadium right now out of the second floor of the Hilton. The lights are on. The preparations are underway for the 2022 College World Series. It'll be the 73rd College World Series. No, sorry, we didn't play one in 2020. 72nd College World Series played in Omaha. They started here in 1950. And we're going to do another one starting today. Two games here. OU, Texas A&M at 1. Texas and Notre Dame coming up tonight at 6 o'clock. we got three hours to preview it for you here. Plus, we got a, a few other topics to sprinkle in today. But mostly, this is going to be a very college baseball-centric show today and it needs to be because we are in the if I could teach uh, Drake sorry if I could borrow a a term from my uh, from uh, Lincoln Riley we are in the mecca of college baseball Omaha Nebraska no TJ Perry he is headed out on his (coughs) excuse me Orlando Disney Cruise vacation and uh, that means today and for the next week or so I'm going to be joined by my good buddy, the engineer of the Sooner Sports Network himself, Drake Dyken. Good morning, Drake. Good morning, T-Row. How are we today? Well, I'm good. I guess we should start right there because when the show ended yesterday, Mm -hmm. it was very much in doubt as to whether or not T.J. Perry would get to go on this vacation or not. There was a uh, test looming, and we created – we built the drama – 
and uh, he had to get COVID tested to be able to be allowed on this boat. The whole family did. And Drake, sure enough, it sounds like they passed, right? Is that what you're hearing? They have passed the COVID tests, and they're on their way to Orlando. Uh, yes, I am. Uh, I'm uh, ready and prepared to confirm reports that are out there right now that DJ Perry That's did good. pass That's a good his thing. COVID test and the rest of the family as well. So that is great. That is great to hear. I would have hated to have heard that one of them failed their COVID test and they had to push their uh, Disney cruise back again. Now, don't get me wrong. It would have been hilarious, <laughs> but I would have hated to have heard it. So he's on his way. My man is on his way. They got their fish extenders and their their board shorts and their uh, sunscreen, and they are on their way for this great uh, adventure, and we'll hear all about it when he comes back. But uh, that doesn't mean we can't have a good time too, Drake. Right. How in the world are you, my good friend? It's been a while since I've chatted with you, Drake. I, I'm, I'm good, Tiro. It has been a minute, especially since we talked on air. Um I am somewhat surprised that you didn't go for the low-hanging fruit with TJ this week, uh, that he believed in this team so little, the yeah. OU baseball team, that is, that he planned a vacation the week of the College World Series. It's TJ's fault. Oh, uh, we talked about it. We we uh, we talked about the fact that um, his son will probably now never get to come see this because of the poor planning on their part. And uh, in addition to the fact that he has decided he uh, loves Dis- he loves uh, the Disney Corporation more than That's Oklahoma right. baseball. That's right. He loves the Disney Corporation more, just not when it comes to having to get ESPN Plus. Yeah, sure. Uh, well, it's six ninety nine a month. <laughs> Drake, do you know what you can get for six ninety nine on a Disney cruise? Uh, nothing. May- uh, yeah, no, uh, nothing. <laughs> You cannot get a bottle of water for six ninety nine. Uh, you on might a be Disney able to cruise. buy like a band aid or something like that. Nope. Uh. Uh-uh. You seven fifty. You can't get air for six ninety nine <laughs> on a Disney cruise. Just ask Teddy Lehman after uh, last week of him going to <laughs> Disney World. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, have you had any uh, summer travels yet or anything? Have you? No, Have you uh, vacationed? not yet, not yet. Uh, everything is planned for next month. I think it's actually the week after you're gone next month. Uh, oh. I'm supposed to go to Hawaii, so uh, yeah, that'll be two two years in a row going to. Hawaii, you know, you got to so. fly there. There's that's no roads. that's correct. That's correct. Well, yeah. you could boat. You could take a boat theoretically, but in theory, that'd be a long boat. Ride, My uh, vacation is very much in doubt. Okay, Drake. let's hear it. Well, we're going to Yellowstone. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, that is very much in doubt. And Yellowstone is not accepting visitors at the current time. <laughs> and I've been, I followed him on Instagram, uh, you know, a few months ago when we decided to take this vacation to Montana and Yellowstone. And so I've been seeing the videos of, of the uh, mudslides and all the roads that are washed out. And they say that. Like, the entrance where we're by is probably not going to be open again the rest of the year. And so, I don't know. We're going to have to have, you know, the entire Roland family showed up here about 1 a.m. Uh, this morning. 
and uh, they drove up after work and after school or after uh, volleyball and everything yesterday. They got in about 1 a.m., and we're going to have to have a uh, an emergency meeting for the Roland family while we're in Omaha to discuss whether or not we're going to have to choose a different vacation destination. So um, we've got uh, we've got some tension in the Roland family vacation plans right now. So he, I, I mean, I've never been to Yellowstone. Mm-hmm. Have you? Yes, I, I okay, went well, as correct. a kid. I, I went as a kid though, so it's it's something that uh, I've always I've wanted to go back to do because it's yeah. when when you're eight nine years old, you don't really fully appreciate what huh. something if that magnitude is going to that big of a park and everything how beautiful everything is so. well you've been there then you could correct me if i'm wrong because i've never been there mm-hmm. i would imagine yellowstone is more enjoyable if you can actually get into the park yeah yeah i, I think I that would be the case like, yeah like walk i don't want to speak for everybody on that it. and speak for the entire world but i would think that that is the case yeah. yes okay so maybe my first trip to yellowstone should be when I could get into Yellowstone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll talk about it. I'll let you know. I'll update you next week. Ask me next week. We might. This might be uh, uh, Lake Thunderbird year for us. You know, and we've always talked about El Reno has mm-hmm. been a popular uh, vacation destination on our wish list. Yeah. Um, haven't been to Romano's in a long time. Uh, one of the state casinos for the family would be go hit up Arbuckle Wilderness fun. in the Davis area. Is that Tiger King place still open, Drake? The <laughs> I think it's uh, I think it's still open. Technically, he's obviously yeah. not running it the Blue anymore. Whale of Catusa. That's we haven't right. uh, we haven't gone up to see that, so we got all kinds of options. Um, the state well, is good. your oyster, is what you're saying. I don't like oysters, Drake. I've had them. Uh, I can eat oysters as a party trick. Like if we're in New Orleans and I'm getting pressured, I can get them down and keep them down. But there's no part of it do I enjoy. I got peer pressured into eating some oysters by Lumber Lady one night in New Orleans. And Sounds that's right. as far into that story as I'm willing to go. Okay. <laughs> If that's don't how, ask me any more questions. If that's about how that. the night started, I don't want to know how it is that the night ended. <laughs> I got to tell you something that'll make you giggle. Okay. Um, so the opening ceremonies are here last night. Big to do. When you go to the College World Series the night before, they have a big to do opening ceremonies. So the teams all have a big uh, barbecue together before the game, and then they parade to the stadium. They have a parade through the streets of Omaha to the stadium. And then fans all have thousands of fans gather in the stadium, and they introduce the teams one at a time. They come out from the center field wall, and they walk right down the middle of the field, second base, pitcher's mound, home plate, and they all sit around the home plate area, and there's a presentation and all kinds of stuff. And when every team's announced, there's fireworks. So, for example, they go in alphabetical order. Arkansas is the first team announced. Ladies and gentlemen, the Arkansas Razorbacks, you know, and the crowd, the Arkansas fans go crazy. The doors swing open. Here comes Arkansas from center field. They come walking out. Fireworks start shooting off. They throw. They put a highlight video of Arkansas on the big screen, big Arkansas logo. They're playing the Arkansas fight song. 
you know, it takes it takes a while to walk from center field to home plate as a team, a couple minutes at least, maybe more. And then uh, after they're all in, ladies and gentlemen, the Auburn Tigers, you know, bam, fireworks go up, blah, blah, blah. You get the idea, right, Drake? Oklahoma's the fourth team here alphabetically. So Arkansas comes in, uh, Auburn comes in, uh, let's see, uh, Ole Miss comes in, in, oh, no, 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 Notre Dame was next, Notre Dame comes in, then Oklahoma, uh, then Ole Miss, uh, then Stanford, we've got six of the eight teams, Drake, Mm -hmm. and then the sirens go off, and lightning is too close (laughs) to the stadium. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have to ask you to evacuate the stadium, We've got to get the teams off the field into safer place. We need everybody to get up under. That's it. Good night, everybody. Thanks for going. Meanwhile, Texas and Texas A&M are still out in center field. They haven't been introduced yet. They're like they're peering through the fence like, hey, what about us? And uh, so they finally, without any introduction or fireworks or anything, opened the gate and let them in so they could uh, go seek safety. But it was kind of funny that the Horns and Aggies – got snubbed on the opening ceremonies last night you hate to see it 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 couldn't happen to a better couple of programs right that's right but have you seen texas a&m's facilities they are fantastic (laughs) so that i'm sure gave them solace and it really it did not uh at least in that vicinity of time actually storm here but it was pretty ominous looking, and there was a lot of lightning in the sky. So it is unfortunate for the guys that the opening ceremony got cut short last night because that's a, that's a cool deal. However, they came back to the uh, team hotel, and they had a special visitor uh, come see him last night. Uh, Kyler Murray flew in. He's going to the game today, and he gave the team a uh, pep talk last night before bedtime. So that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. K-1, Drake, what he calls himself. I, I, he is an authentically big-time OU baseball fan. And not, not just saying it because he played here and he's supposed to. We chatted after last night for a little bit, and he's kind of going through, you know, all the different steps of this season and the big games and, you know he can he's he's been watching you could tell he's he's been watching and he's like man we were so close his year he's like we were so close if we could have got one more win against Mississippi State me and Steele could have came back we would have beat Vandy we would have been in the World Series I'm so jealous of these guys for being here so uh super cool that Kyler's here the team was really excited and um it's a big day today. I'm always amazed. It'll never get old, Drake, every time I see Kyler Murray at how tiny of a human being he is. <laughs> that you're a full uh, head and a half uh, taller than he is? Man, he is bulked up, though. I mean, he is massive now. Just He's as wide as he is tall now. Uh, Yeah. But, he's yeah, he's – it's amazing. It's amazing. All right, um, Drake, we got stuff to do. Skip Johnson's going to stop by live during the show today. We're going to chat with the head coach on game day. 
Andrew Monaco coming up at 8 o'clock this morning. He's my counterpart at Texas A&M, their play-by-play guy. He's going to educate us up a little more on the Aggies, the opponent today. Had a chance to talk to uh, Eduardo Perez last night. He's on the TV broadcast today. We'll get his thoughts on the field. Kendall Rogers from D1 Baseball. Taylor Maples uh, caught up with him at the open practice yesterday. Um, and a few other things coming up. Big Friday edition. I want to hear from you guys. 405-329-9000. Or you can text the show. Air Comfort Solutions text line 405-651-3439. Toby and Drake with you on a Friday here on The Ref, the home of Sooner fans. I'm live in Omaha. We'll be back. T-Row and TJ. Yeah, these guys smell great. I warned you. (laughs) There would be an odor. The T-Row in the morning show on the home of Sooner fans. Welcome back to the T-Row in the morning show on this Friday. Drake Dakin with Toby rolling this morning. TJ Perry got too sick last night. He uh, had a few too many jello shots from Rocco's. Juice, uh, I don't have, even know what that sentence means. What does that Have you not mean? seen anything on this uh, Jello shot tracker at uh, Rocco's in Omaha? No. Drake, I don't follow this, Jello this shot is, trackers. I, I guess this what is an annual thing. I didn't I know about it until last night. Yeah, okay, go But I, I guess all of the schools, that there's a bar slash restaurant, Rocco's Pizzeria and Cantina. I know Cantina. exactly where it is. Uh-huh. I, I'm, I can see it right now. Okay. Uh, they have a whiteboard up that has all eight schools there in the College World Series, and they basically count every single Jello shot per school. What school you um, yeah support? Yeah, I guess Mississippi State holds the record for most Jello shots. It was like makes sense. Yeah, six hundred and or seven hundred something. Uh, it was. How did LSU let that one get away? Uh, apathy. Yeah, thinking so a- thinking that you uh, have it just in tile to you just because you're LSU. That's why. Competitive alcohol is what you're telling me. It is. <laughs> yeah. uh, like Arkansas was uh, winning, running away yesterday. Oh, <laughs> of course they were. Uh, this is the Tier of the Morning Show, brought to you by the great people at the Northern Regional Health System uh, with the Northern Regional uh, Hospital, Northern Healthplex, and a number of specialized professionals across the Northern Moore area. The Northern Regional Health System is here to serve all of South Central Oklahoma's health care needs. Uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line, T-Row. Yeah. <laughs> Burley Boomer just says, uh, good morning. Uh, and he's got a picture here. Let's, let's look at this picture. Oh, Careful. uh, this is a picture of a Boston Celtics fan that had tattooed on his arm, 2022 world champions. Oof. Yeah, we got to stop doing this as a society. Uh, we d- we should mention off the top, uh, the Golden State Warriors are the world champions of basketball. They win uh, the NBA Finals last night, 103-90 in Boston. And uh, that's it, fourth title for Steph and the gang in the last eight years. And so you're telling me there's a Celtics fan with a re- regrettable tattoo. <laughs> uh, no regrets. No regrets. Yeah. Uh, not even a letter. Uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. <clears throat> hey, Toby, this just means that you can get out and discover Oklahoma. Yeah. Uh, that's what it means. Maybe. I don't know. Like I said, we got to have an emergency family meeting. 
maybe we're still going, you know? I mean, Montana's still beautiful. It's not like it's not yeah. beautiful. Uh, and there's some things to do around where we're staying. So we just got to weigh whether or not not going to Yellowstone ruins the vacation or not. So I'll get back to you. Yeah. Uh, there. So are you guys flying into? No. Okay. We are, uh, we are, uh, uh, oh, what's the family's name on, uh, we're Griswolding. Griswolding, yeah. Yeah, we're Griswolding. Ooh, it must be early for you to not remember that name. We love Griswolding vacations. Um, there's always Glacier National Park up there as well. So, okay, so. have you been there? No. So, but it's in the neighborhood, right? Uh, I, I don't know that it's in the neighborhood, but it's in the state of Montana. So, that's not a bad recommendation. I mean, I, I hear great things about that place. Mm-hmm. Here, it's gorgeous. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll look into that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line says Yellowstone might be closed, but DC is open. There's only about a hundred miles difference in the distance you drive. Good luck today, Sooners. That's from Toby in the Pentagon. Um, you know, we've always talked about going to D.C. as a family. I, I kind of feel like that's one of those things that will actually never happen. Um, My kids will get there on their own someday. I, I can't imagine us vacationing to Washington, D.C. It just doesn't sound like it's something that's going to happen. Like, we, we need a beach or something beautiful to look at at some point, other than, like, a monument, you know. I've been there a few times, and my wife's been there, so we're not, like, fired up to go back the kids haven't i probably if i was a good parent i need to take them there but uh haven't done it yet and last one here on the air comfort solutions text line so my wife won the brent venables camp uh tickets yesterday then my son got to meet the team at practice and get autographs from base basically all the starters what a great day how about that very cool that's a big time day for that family i believe it was ashley was the winner's name yesterday, if I remember correct? By the way, we've got one more free Brent Venables Ladies Football Clinic ticket to give away at some point today. Uh, it's our last one that we have to give away. So a little bit later in the show, be listening, and we will uh, give some lucky lady out there in the listening audience an opportunity to go for free. U.S. Open is also... Uh, underway round two is just teeing off within the last few minutes up at uh, the country club in Brookline Mass Adam Hadwin the Canadian has the lead at four under par after day one you've got several at three under MJ uh, Daffu I've never heard of this guy Callum Terran David Lingmurth and then uh, some I have heard of Rory McIlroy and Joel Damon Two under pars for Matt Fitzpatrick, Dustin Johnson, Justin Rose, Hayden Buckley, Matthew Neesmith, Brian Harmon, and Aaron Wise. My pick to win it, Tony Finau shot a three over 73 today. That's not a good start. And the two Sooners that were recently on the on the team that went to Arizona, Chris Goderup shot a, the same thing, a three over 73. That's pretty impressive. Ben Lorenz, 7 over 77 in his first round. So we'll keep you updated on the U.S. Open as the morning rolls along. Let's take a break. Well, we'll come back. Got a little something special for you on the other side of this timeout. Live in Omaha, this is the T-Row in the Morning Show.
Stream at home. Shop the latest ref gear. Read the latest issues of Boyd Street or 19th Street Magazine. And listen to the podcast for your favorite ref shows. Just visit the all-new KREF.com website. Every boy who's ever held a baseball and felt the stitching, this is the dream. You can have your Disney Worlds and Eiffel Towers if you slept with your baseball glove and couldn't wait for that next catch with dad. If you collected cards and absolutely love a perfectly executed squeeze play. This is it. And for thousands of college baseball players, it's the motivation. Every one of them runs and dives and swings and sweats and bleeds for five letters. Today, the Crimson and Cream is back in baseball's Golden City. Today, dreams come true. Today, the Sooners return to Omaha. Spikerman up with it. They wave home the runner, Anderson. Throw to the plate. He is out. He got him. John Spikerman, have a day. And the first pitch is hit hard to right. It's deep. Jimmy got him again. Jimmy got him again. Line shot deep into left field. Langford turned around, looks up. It's gone. It's gone. PG hit a two-run home run, and we are tied. We are tied in Gainesville. Spike and KP, the Sandman and Blake, PG, Tread, Jimmy, and Big Jake. Squires and Wally, Boo and Jack, and the finisher with 99 on his back. A team that refused to bow to naysayers and with the wily skipper at the helm. Against the odds, they ran to the roar and they are here on the sport's biggest stage. It's baseball time in Omaha. Got it, swing it, and he stares down the hitter. Can Kitty catch it? He caught it, and he flips over the wall. He flips over the wall into the bullpen, and he caught it. Got him. Swing it. And you can unhitch the wagon. Put the ponies in the board. We're taking them to Omaha. It's time for the 2022 College World Series. It's the Oklahoma Sooners and the Texas A&M Aggies. It's Omaha. Here we go. Live from Charles Schwab Field in Omaha, Nebraska, this is Sooner Baseball. How you feeling, Drake? You know, Tiro, I feel I feel good about this weekend. <laughs> feel good about today. Omaha. Yeah. And I feel like there's an awesome chance that OU's playing Sunday night. I'd like that. That means they would have won today. That's right. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Um, Eduardo Perez, Carl Ravitch, Ben McDonald will be on your TV call today on ESPN. Uh, They're in the same hotel as us. Had a chance to sit down and uh, chat with Eduardo. He was trying to learn more about the team yesterday. And uh, then I flipped the script on him. Uh, Drake, I said, hey, Eduardo, uh, that's enough of you picking my brain. I'm going to pick yours now. 
Um, can I can I get a few thoughts for you for the radio show tomorrow morning? You know, I'm a Cincinnati Reds fan, Drake, and Eduardo played for my team for several years and then uh, unfortunately went to the Cardinals for a while. But uh, Tony Perez's son, and very cool to get to meet him in person, super nice guy. And um, so, anyway, here's a little bit of that. I had a chance to <laughs> – he busted my chops off the top. I said, hey, Eduardo, can I uh, – can I ask you what you think about this matchup for the radio show? He goes, yeah, sure. And then uh, here's what happened. Uh-oh. I got the wrong thing plugged in. Man, I set that up well. Ah. Hang on a second. Okay, it's okay. It's early. This is good to get these errors out of the way before the game actually starts. Here, all right, here you go. Let's try this again. How do you feel about this matchup? That really? That's the question? That's the question, yeah. <laughs> we're just going to take your answer. And now we're going to take this exchange because it will make me sound awkward. Yeah, it's great. Uh, now, um. I'll tell you how I feel about the matchup. If you look at all the eight teams that are here, they're all well-deserved. From Notre Dame, who beat Tennessee, and everybody was like, Tennessee is going to be the unbeatable team once they get to Omaha. They didn't get here. It's hard to get here. Uh, there's not a script. So to answer your question, how do I feel of the Oklahoma-Texas A&M matchup, um, I, I feel it's going to be a competitive matchup. I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring game. And... I think it's going to be a long game. Uh, one, because Texas A&M takes their time at the plate. They take a lot of pitches. But at the same time, Oklahoma's not going to let that bother them. And I think OU um, has failed to succeed this year. And what I mean by that is the failures that they had early in the year, uh, they didn't know exactly who they were until the identity came through second half of the season injuries and opportunities arise uh, and then and because of it i think it has made this team the sooner team a lot better we haven't been here in a long time as a fan base but what is it about this event that makes it so special in your mind watching it you know it's uh just like the promotion that they use here in the college world series it's the best show on dirt it really is it's uh it's a moment where families can can bring their kids together and they can watch pure baseball. It's uh, it's not about just hitting the home run. It's about running the bases. It's about uh, the energy. It's about playing for your school uh, more than anything. And at the same time, you'll have fans that really don't watch a lot of baseball, but their alma mater is here, yeah. and it is the final four on steroids here when it comes <laughs> to baseball. All right, we usually encourage people to turn the TV down and turn the radio up and listen to us, but... We're going to encourage him to go ahead and leave the volume up and listen to you, at least part of the game tomorrow. So are you going to listen to me too? <laughs> uh, you know what? We're giving him the option now. Yeah, we're, we're giving, you know, and, and again, I love radio as well. And, and I broadcast radio also. I, I call the, the World Series on radio, and, and I think it is, I think it's a necessity. I grew up listening to WLW radio in Cincinnati. And Marty and Joe. And Marty and Joe. Uh, there comes the old lefty rather than third headed for home. And that's who I, that's who I grew up watching and that's how I fell in love with the game. Um, besides having obviously a pretty good seat to watch the big red machine hit. So we'll, we'll definitely, um, either entertain you on radio like you guys will or on TV. But, um, I think it is something you can't miss with your ears and obviously also with your eyes. Oh, Drake. That was that was pretty cool for me to get to talk to him and for him to reference the Big Red Machine. So uh, uh, in in some of our other conversations yesterday, Taylor Maples was there and 
he uh, he said, I got a piece of trivia for you. I got a piece of uh, baseball trivia for you. See if it, either one of you know. I think it was uh, Hank Aaron's 3,000th hit. It was one of Hank, Hank Aaron's milestone base hits. He had a few of those. He said it went – he went it, – it, it was a base hit into center field. Do yep. you know what Hall of Famer uh, fielded that ball in center field? And, of course, we didn't know. And he said um, it was Johnny Bench. He said, I heard this the other day. Somebody told me Johnny Bench played a couple of games in center field. And Eduardo said, no way. There's no way Johnny Bench ever played center field for the Cincinnati Reds. He said, so I had to I had to double check. So I just called up JB and I said, hey, JB, did you ever play center field? I said, hang on a second, Eduardo. <laughs> he just dialed up JB. He goes, yeah, well, you know. My dad is Tony Perez. You know, I did. <laughs> I was in the clubhouse for the big red machine. I, I do have JB's cell phone number. I was like, oh, I'm just, I got hair standing up uh-huh. on the back of my neck right now. The only so thing said, that hey. could have made that better is if he said, well, I called Uncle JB just to make sure. <laughs> I said, you need to call JB back and tell him to get up here because I know Johnny's a Sooner fan. Mm-hmm. And uh, that'd be pretty cool. And he said, yeah, last time I talked to him, I talked to him yesterday. He said, uh, uh, tell my Sooners I said good luck up there. So I don't think Johnny's coming up. But um, anyway, that's pretty cool. Uh, Eduardo, Ben McDonald, Carl Ravitch will be your TV broadcasters today. If you so choose to choose the TV route for uh, consuming this baseball game. Uh, all right, let's squeeze in a break. We'll keep chugging down the tracks. we got Skip Johnson coming up live with us here at some point in the show today. Andrew Monaco, Texas A&M's play-by-play voice, going to join us. We're going to hear from Kendall Rogers from D1 Baseball today. We're getting you set. 1 o'clock today, it's game one of the College World Series, Oklahoma and Texas A&M. It's the T-Row in the morning show on The Ref. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. Final segment of hour one of this T-Row in the morning show on this Friday. Drake Dyke and Toby Rowland here with you. TJ, he's off for the next one, two, three, four, five, six weekdays. And then another Friday after that, right? Because uh, yeah, yeah, I uh, I gave him an earful over that the other day. Good for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, this hour, the Zero in the Morning Show is brought to you by the Norman Regional Health System with Norman Regional Hospital, the Norman Healthplex, and a number of specialized professionals all across the Norman and Moore area. The Norman Regional Health System is here to serve all of South Central Oklahoma health care needs. Uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. Uh, Arkansas is the closest campus to Arkansas, so it makes sense that they're leading. Home field advantage. That's uh, it says it's from uh, Travis and Parker, actually. So I guess they, um, Travis Parker, uh, let us know if you're in route right now. Yeah, they're on route. I, I saw a, a tweet from Travis Davidson this morning. He and Parker and I think it said Carly Murray are uh, on their way up listening this morning. So, so Arkansas's campus is the closest one to Omaha. Is that what you said? Uh, that's what the text says. I'm assuming it's from Travis because it's 918 area code. So that makes sense. I'm sure that's true. I'm sure it's. Uh, cl- I'm sure. I mean, it's got to be true. I don't know how far South Bend is. It feels. It felt like last night there were 
Like when they brought Notre Dame out for the opening ceremonies, there was a much bigger cheer than I was anticipating. Like I was like, man, there's a lot of Notre Dame fans here. I wasn't expecting that. Uh, so I'll get some mileage on that while you uh, read these other two. I'm intrigued now. Okay. Uh, next on the Air Coverage Solutions text line says, uh, this is just in response to the scene setter that you did such an excellent job on. It says, chills. Um, next up, uh, Tommy's Omaha, to- Tommy's, uh, Toby's Omaha intro for OU literal chills. Let's go in all caps. Uh, I just heard the scene setter and wow, I've got cold chills. I'm pumped like a football game. You're the best T-Row. That's from Landon. Oh, thanks Landon. I appreciate that. It's going to be a fun day. Uh, tell me that scene, sir, will be on the social medias. Uh, I'll be able to pull it and uh, post it to social media at some point. Oh, they got a video coming out sometime. Oh, do they? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be on there. Then. Okay, I've got um, I got official distances for you. Okay. You ready? Go ahead. Uh, South Bend, Indiana, 543 miles from here. Mm-hmm. Norman, Oklahoma, 511 miles. A little bit closer. Fayetteville, Arkansas, 423. So... There you go. Okay. I thought it would be pretty Fayette close between the, the closest and by Arkansas. about an hour. Yeah. Yeah. A little yeah. over an hour. Or lo- yeah, a little over an hour. Uh, <laughs> this from Ralph uh, from Tulsa says, I'm a Reds fan and I just got chills from that interview. Awesome. We're giving out a lot of chills in the first hour today, Drake. Uh, and last one here on the Air Comfort Solutions text line says, Toby, you're wrong at the end of the Florida series. Should have been, keep the ponies attached to the wagon. The wagon train is headed to Omaha. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I get a lot of suggestions on what to do with the ponies. (laughs) I'm sure you do. (laughs) I think we're going to keep it the way it is, with all due respect. Uh, All right, cool. Well, uh, I think Sooner Nation's waking up excited today, Drake. I hope they play well, you know. I I just hope they play well. No reason to believe they won't. But this is a big deal, and there's a lot of pomp and circumstance that goes into it, kind of like a – not kind of. It's, it's a Final Four. It's a college football playoff type thing, and uh, you never know who's going to be either affected in a negative or positive way. You know, some people are lifted by that. Uh Peyton Graham seems to be a guy that lives for the big moments, so I, I kind of anticipate he might have a big uh, big tourney up here. But you never know. You never know how a kid's going to react for Oklahoma or Texas A&M. These guys are young. So I hope they play well. I want to talk next hour a little more about uh, the matchup today, <clears throat> about the uh, Texas A&M team a little bit more. We are going to hear from their play-by-play guy coming up. At uh, 8 o'clock this morning, Andrew Monaco is his name. And get a, get a good deep dive on what to expect. But I do think uh, there are some um, advantages that Oklahoma has in this game. And, and Texas A&M is really, really good. So they also have some advantages. But we'll take a little bit closer look at that uh, in the next hour. As well as maybe some of the other teams that uh, are here as well. And explain the format, because I think there's a lot of people. It's not exactly like the Women's College World Series, Drake. It's a, it's a little bit different. The format is a little bit different. 
more so it's more it, so like the Big Twelve baseball tournament. Well, yeah, it's it's exactly like the Big yeah. Twelve baseball tournament, except for the championship. Uh, championship is a two out of three series instead of just one game. But uh, yeah, the pool play and all that kind of stuff is is pretty much exactly so. We'll uh, we'll talk a little more about that. I am uh, staring out at the stadium right now, and uh, they uh, first time I've been here, so I've just been kind of walking around, taking in the lay of the land, and got to see inside the stadium yesterday for practice in our radio booth, and uh, be down on the field with the guys and everything, and it's super cool. They've got a big fan fest that is behind the center field and left field walls. So if you're coming up, you want to make sure you bring some money. Uh, all kinds of, uh, you know, T-shirts and hats and everything you could possibly want for sale. But they also have a bunch of interactive things. You know, see how fast you can throw a pitch, try to hit a guy off of, of, of a machine. Not hit a guy. You know what I mean, Drake. We're not encouraging punching people here. <laughs> talking about hit, baseball. Hit a baseball, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not, not a guy. Exactly. And uh, so a big, big interactive fan fest behind the outfield for when your team's not playing or between games or whatever the case may be. There is a big, almost Bricktown-ish um, uh, area behind the home plate and the first base side with all kinds of restaurants and bars and hangout uh, if you want to go grab something to eat between games. It's really well done. It's been It's really well done, so... Looking forward to seeing it, and it's all its glory today once the fans all show up. It's going to be a treat. We'll take a break. Top of the hour, hour two, here from Omaha next. Sound off 24-7, 365 on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Right here on your home for Sooner fans, the Ref Sports Radio Network.